I'm Nikki Hardy, and this is Chemo Chair Prayers. I'm so glad you're here. Hold on, let me take that back for just a hot second, because this is a podcast for anyone who's heard the words, it's cancer. So if that's you or someone you love, I am so sorry. I just hate that for you. So yes, I kind of wish you weren't here. But I'm also super glad you're here, because if you're struggling to keep fear and worry at bay, to trust God no matter what, or simply need a little faith boost and to feel God's loving arms around you, you are in the right place. I lost both my mum and sister to cancer and was then diagnosed myself just six weeks after losing my sister. I know all too well how cancer robs us of so much. The certainty of who and whose we are, how to pray when we have no words, the future we'd planned and imagined, not to mention the strength, peace, trust, and yep, even the joy and laughter we long for. So if you don't want to merely survive cancer, but long to thrive in the midst of it, take a seat, grab your cup of tea, let your shoulders relax, and allow me to lead you through a short story and a prayer using our guided format with the acronym TRUST followed by a simple practical invitation to experience God's loving presence now and in the days ahead. Well, hello friends. I am just going to jump straight in this week and get super honest, because if you've been around here a while, you know that's how I roll. I like to say I'm WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get, and I don't operate in half-truths, behind a mask, or politely politely. And I'm going to give it to you straight because that's my love language and I want to love you well. As you may know, someone close to me was recently diagnosed with metastatic pancreatic cancer. But on top of that, I've had a few personal health issues myself that have started my mind spiraling. Is this the cancer back? Has it spread? What's God doing? And as you can imagine, it swung me back into all the usual cancer fears Things I hear you guys tell me keep you up at night the whole time. You know, the fear of the unknowns, fear of the cancer coming back bigger and stronger, fear God's dropped the ball and is ignoring you, fear of losing the future you'd planned and dreamed of, fear of leaving loved ones behind, especially those who are totally dependent on you either physically or emotionally. There's fear of the pain we've got to go through and fear this might be it. Fear is cancer's number one sidekick. Where cancer goes, fear's right behind it like a menacing bully adding insult to injury. And no one, no one is immune. So I'm going to be hanging out and talking about fear and worry over the next week or so because it is such a big issue. I'll be diving into some practical, emotional and spiritual things we can do And we're even in the middle of creating a more in-depth resource to lead you through fear fighting in your mind, body and soul. And I just can't wait for you to get your hands on that. But the reason I'm telling you all this about my own fears and how fear is such a big issue during cancer, it's because if that's you and you're battling constant fear as well, I want to reassure you of three things. Firstly, it's completely normal you're not alone in it. Secondly, I want to reassure you, you're not weak, your faith isn't substandard, and you're not a lukewarm Christian. 
And thirdly, I want to reassure you that we might not be able to stop the fears coming at us, but we can conquer them. You can stop fear ruling your life. And today, I'm going to show you just one way how to do that. Because how many of us have found ourselves staring at the ceiling in the middle of the night, worried about our recent scan and what it will show? Or maybe you've discovered yourself biting your nails to the quick or pacing up and down, worried you won't see your kids or grandkids grow up and get married. We worry about how much treatment will hurt, whether we'll lose our dignity, whether it's terminal or if it's going to come back. We're afraid God's forgotten about us or he's mad or we worry about everything we don't know and don't understand and can't see. We just want a sense of peace and calm in the craziness and worry. As C.S. Lewis so brilliantly said, we're not necessarily doubting that God will do the best for us. We're wondering how painful the best will turn out to be. There is so much truth in that. And like I said many times before on so many different episodes, we can't avoid the fear. We're built for it. It's actually a good thing, but we don't have to live in it or be ruled by it. There's a way to conquer our cancer fears and to go through cancer with a sense of peace, calm and trust that other people will begin to notice and even comment on. It's amazing. I wish I could wave a magic wand and make all your fears vanish in a puff of smoke, but I can't. But what I can do is give you the tools, strategies and techniques to conquer them when they come. In the dead of night, on the chemo chair, in the middle of the cereal aisle at the supermarket, wherever that might be. And it can be so frustrating to try and deal with the fear and for it to just keep coming back. That's why this isn't a one and done deal, but a system and some tools and practices for you to be able to deal with them every single time they raise their ugly head. And my goal is to give you all you need to not let fear boss you around ever again. Because if there's one thing I know, it's that it is possible There is hope. We can find peace. We don't have to let fear and worry rule our lives. And like I said, I've been there and it's come back. I've been swung back into a whole heap of fear and worry recently. And I've had to be super crazy intentional about doing things to rob the fear of its power. I've had to work super hard to not let fear be the boss of me. So let me share with you some of the things that I have been doing when I feel fear rising up so I can lay hold of the peace that guards my heart and the peace that passes understanding. First of all, I have to notice it. I know that sounds absolutely bonkers, but often I don't actually know that I'm afraid. I don't know that it's fear that's driving me and I might notice something else first. I'm distracted, I'm pacing, I can't sleep, I'm biting my nails or I'm snappy at people or I'm losing myself in social media, scrolling through Instagram, or Googling anything and everything. Or I notice it in my body first. I start to get sweaty palms or a racing heart. The idea is to simply notice what is going on in our bodies and in our behavior and emotionally. And for me, that's when I have to take a minute and stop and ask myself, what's actually going on? Maybe your mind's not swirling with questions and fears, but what's your body telling you? Then, once we've noticed what's actually going on, we articulate it. Putting words to the fears and getting them out into the open robs them of their power. 
It's like we're saying, I see you, fear. I'm getting you out of my head and onto paper because you're a lot less dangerous there. The easiest way is to simply write a list. But you might prefer journaling or painting or going for a walk and screaming it out loud. But the idea is to articulate it. Get it out. Then I breathe it out. This is part of articulating it. But what I do is I stop and I breathe. I breathe out the fear and I even imagine it leaving my body as I exhale. Then once my fears are out, I can look at them objectively and ask myself, are they real or are they imagined? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that my fears are imaginary and I'm scared of the monster under the bed or you're afraid of the boogeyman. But our fears come from somewhere and that somewhere has two parts one real and one imagined. There's what's actually happening and what we imagine about what's happening. For example, you've got a scan coming up on Tuesday at three o'clock. That is fact. But then there's all that we imagine about what's happening or what's going to happen. So with your scan on Tuesday, if you're anything like me, yes, you're nervous about the actual scan, but what's really going on is your mind is swirling with the 50 terrible scenarios that the scan could lead to. The cancer spread. You need more surgery. The treatment hasn't worked. The doctor says there's nothing more they can do. You get the idea. Our mind swirls out of control with what could and might happen. There's what's happened or about to happen and then what we imagine about it. Tim Ferriss talks in his TED Talk about dealing with fear, about naming it in detail, really going into the details of what's the worst that could happen, and then actually rating the likelihood of that happen. And I would really recommend you taking a moment and listening to his TED Talk. I'll link to it in the show notes so you can do that. It's not about cancer, but it is about dealing with fear. And then finally, we give it all, real and imagined, to Jesus through prayer, through journaling, just like a psalm. We take a moment to give it to him, to unburden our hearts and surrender it to him and then ask for his peace by his spirit in return. So my friends, like I said, I have a few more episodes coming up about fear and worry and dealing with it and finding the peace and the trust we so long for. And we've also got some more resources in the works that I can't wait for you to get your hands on. But until then, let's take a moment to pray using our guided prayer format with the acronym TRUST, thanking him for who he is and what he's done, resting in his love, unburdening our hearts, surrendering our hopes, fears, and needs, and lastly, taking him at his word. So let's thank him for who he is and what he's done. Lord, I thank you that you know what it's like to be in deep, terrifying fear. You were in so much fear that you sweated blood. You know what it feels like. You understand our pain and worry and anxiety and fear. Lord, we thank you that you went on that journey to the cross. 
so that you might come to us and comfort us by your spirit and bring us peace. Can I invite you to take a moment and thank God for who he is and what he's done. Now let's rest in his love. Lord, your love is so high, wide, deep and long. It is unconditional. It is passionate and kind. It comes to meet us in our deepest fears. And Lord, we take a moment to simply sink into it, to rest in it. And Lord, where we find that difficult, Lord, would you help us? May we know your rest and your love on a deeper, deeper level. Can I invite you to take a moment and simply rest in his love, maybe pausing the audio to simply be with him and know his loving arms around you. Now let's unburden our hearts. Lord, we are so afraid. We fear the unknown. We fear the future not being as we hoped and we planned. And so often these fears take over. They control us and they boss us around. They keep us up at night. So Lord, we get them out. We tell you about them. We share them with you, knowing that you are our God and you understand. Take a moment to unburden your heart Get it all out. Let God know how you are feeling and your deepest fears, both real and imagined. Now let's surrender our hopes, fears and needs to him. Lord God, we have put it all out there. We have unburdened our hearts to you. But so often, Lord, we want to stay in control. We take our fears back and we hold on to them, afraid of letting them go because it feels so out of control. But we surrender it all to you. We surrender our hopes and our dreams for the future. We surrender our fears of what's to come and what might happen. And Lord, we surrender our needs to you. Come, Lord Jesus, as we surrender to you. Can I encourage you to take a moment to surrender everything that is on your hearts to the one whose heart is never ending. And lastly, let's take him at his word. Lord God, you say that your perfect love casts out fear. And Lord, we stand in that truth and we walk in it. Lord, we believe that you came to bring us peace, that your peace guards our heart and that you are near. So Lord, as we go into our day, may we know the strength of your love the depth of your peace and the comfort of your spirit. And as we close, take a moment to declare to him who loves you so much 
that you take him at his word, even when it's hard. And as we always do on chemo chair prayers, I like to end with either a spiritual or a practical exercise that you can take into the week ahead. And since we're talking about fear and conquering fear and fighting fear and finding the peace that we so long for and need in our journey with cancer, I want to encourage you to make note of these five steps to help you fear fight this week to notice it and ask yourself what's really going on, then to articulate it and get it out there and rob the fear of its power. And as you do, breathe it out, even imagine the fear leaving your body. Then ask yourself, is it real or is it imagined? And then give it all, real or imagined, to Jesus. In full assurance, that there is nothing you can say that will make him turn his back on you or get angry because he loves you, because he loves you, because he loves you. You've been listening to Chemo Chair Prayers with me, Nikki Hardy. And my prayer is that this has given you one more way to discover that with God, life doesn't have to be pain-free to be full. And then go live it. Yes, life can be hard, really hard. And while God never promised us a perfect life, free of heartache and worry, he did promise us a full, abundant life. And the truth is, it's not off in the future somewhere waiting for us when our cancer's over. Nope, the life he has for us might not be all we'd planned and imagined, but it is full of intimacy, connection, love, laughter and peace, right in the midst of all we're going through. I always say thriving is a team sport, so please know we are in this together. And I'd love to hear how you're doing and how Chemo Chair Prayers has helped you in your journey. So why not come over to the Chemo Chair Prayers website, which is not just where some of the best discussions happen, but it's also where you can download a copy of your trust-guided prayer format in a handy-dandy bookmark. You'll also find me on Instagram and Facebook, so do come and say hello over there. Now, did you know that there are over 1.8 million people diagnosed with cancer each year? So if you found any encouragement from listening to Chemo Chair Prayers, would you hit subscribe and leave a five-star review so others journeying through cancer can find it as well? Then why not recommend it to a friend who's been diagnosed, your cancer support group, or even your oncologist? And remember, my friend, you are loved and seen. And you've got this because he's got you. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen.